Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 49. Think success and riches can save you from death? Hmm. How much money do you think you need to redeem yourself from the grave? If you think success and riches can save you from death, think again. Here's what you need to know before you die. Seek the truth. Psalm 49. And the introduction here is for the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. And um, well, a few psalms ago, it was 42 maybe, um, I spoke of who was Korah. <clears throat> but here we go. Listen to this, all you people. Pay attention, everyone in the world. High and low, rich and poor, listen. For my words are wise and my thoughts are filled with insight. I listened carefully to many proverbs and solve riddles with inspiration from a harp. Why should I fear when trouble comes, when enemies surround me? They trust in their wealth and boast of great riches. Yet they cannot redeem themselves from death by paying a ransom to God. Redemption does not come so easily for no one can ever pay enough to live forever and never see the grave. Those who are wise must finally die, just like the foolish and senseless, leaving all their wealth behind. The grave is their eternal home where they will stay forever. They may name their estates after themselves, but their fame will not last. They will die just like animals. This is the fate of fools, though they are remembered as being wise. And there's an interlude here. Pause, reflect, Selah. Reflect on what you've just heard. Verse 14, like sheep, they are led to the grave, where death will be their shepherd. In the morning, the godly will rule over them. Their bodies will rot in the grave far from their grand estates. But as for me, God will redeem my life. He will snatch me from the power of the grave. Pause. Reflect on that. Selah. Verse 16. So don't be dismayed when the wicked grow rich and their homes become ever more splendid. For when they die, they take nothing with them. Their wealth will not follow them into the grave. In this life, they consider themselves fortunate and are applauded for their success. But they will all die like everyone before them and never see the light of day. People who boast of their wealth 
don't understand, they will die just like animals. That was Psalm 49. Can success buy you out of the grave? Undoubtedly, that's the riddle of the psalm, which the psalmist cannot answer. Clearly, the early Roman Catholic popes did not read this scripture. They were more interested in power, wealth, and building majestic cathedrals that they overlooked the truth. No amount of money can redeem you from death. One pope came up with the concept of purgatory and another built on it with indulgences. Subsequently, they scammed poor parishioners into thinking they could pay their way into heaven. Obviously, that's the biggest ungodly depraved lie of the ages. Incidentally, the Roman Catholic Church still swindles people with masses for the dead. Once a priest was asked by a lady who just buried her father, how many masses do we have to have to get my dad out of purgatory? He couldn't answer her. Upon doing his own research, because no one he knew in the church had an answer, he left the priesthood. Success. You can't take it with you. A rich person can have a building or a major corporation named after him. However, once they die, they can't take it with them. Like it said, you've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. You can have your own name, your name on a building, but it's best to have your name written in the book of life. Jesus is the answer to the riddle. The folks in Spoken Gospel explain, and I quote, Jesus rephrases the riddle of Psalm 49 this way. What can a man give in exchange for his soul? Find that in Matthew 16. He tells a parable of a rich fool who trusts that his riches will give him long life. You can find that one in Luke 12. And by the way, I've got links to these Bible studies in my blog, and the link to the blog is in the show notes. Continuing with the quote. Sure enough, when death demands his soul, his wealth cannot save him. All that he hoarded for himself is given to others, and he goes to his death destitute. Jesus points out that a man's life does not come from the abundance of possessions. A man's life comes from the abundance of God. Only God is able to provide the payment that satisfies the demands of death. In Jesus, we have an answer to the riddle because he offers himself as the payment to redeem people out of the grave. Through Jesus' death, God buys his people out of the grave, not with riches, like gold or silver, but with his own blood. Jesus is the only price proven to be death proof. Jesus is also the good shepherd who doesn't lead his sheep to the grave, but goes to the grave in their place. Now take a look at John chapter 10. I was looking at that. But death was too weak a shepherd to keep Jesus penned. Take a look at Acts chapter 2. Jesus rose from the grave and those who trust Jesus don't need to worry that death will demand a price they cannot pay. Jesus has disarmed the crook of the death's shepherding staff. He said again. Jesus has disarmed the crook of death's shepherding staff. Okay, that's the, so the shepherd's staff is the crook and and that that's what the shepherd uses to pull sheep that are getting away from the shepherd. So um, death 
or Satan or the devil um, trying to get, you know, the death shepherd, you know, the, the bad, the bad guy, the evil. So Jesus disarmed the crook of death, shepherding staff. And all who bank on Jesus's payment are guaranteed to walk out of the grave just as he did. And like a good shepherd, Jesus brings us to God's eternal home that will never be handed down to others, but will be ours forever. That again is from Spoken Gospel. Success is winning a home in heaven through Jesus. Ultimately, through my relationship with my Savior, Jesus Christ, I am an overcomer, I am redeemed, I am a citizen of heaven, I am chosen, and I am a child of God. Can you honestly say this? And we take one of the verses from 49, but as for me, God has redeemed my life. He snatched me from the power of the grave. And I say, thank you, Jesus. See, back then when this psalm was written, they didn't have assurance. We do because of what Jesus did for us. So if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have that assurance of salvation, Receive the Holy Spirit, fill his shalom, a peace that surpasses all understanding, and get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven, because purgatory doesn't exist, after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen in any moment. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. So what are you waiting for? If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog, click where it says, How to Know Jesus. And the bottom of today's blog, I embedded the kind of the three best uh, praise songs about um, uh, salvation, redemption, and running out of the grave. Glorious day, I thank God, and God so loved the world. Uh, and they're pretty upbeat songs, so you're going to love them. So if you want your spirit lifted, Go to my blog at the bottom of the blog and just sing along with these songs and praise God for your salvation. Soli Deo Gloria, for God alone gets all the glory. That's it. To God alone be the glory. Soli Deo Gloria. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thous and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, 
feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.